Hi, I'm Adam Johnston, and welcome to Sargadonna Cast. Oh boy, uh, that's what we should have done last episode. But I didn't know that we were yeah. uh, like it was. It, that was a maybe. The Jackass for it was like if we have time, we'll include it. This is Sargadonna Cast. So anyway, uh, Adam, I'm Adam from yeah. your movie sucks. I'm Ralph Sappy. And I'm Alex Maichi. That was a clean oh, one. Delay. Cool. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> we did it, boys. Good. We got it. I just uh, want to say what a great lineup we have today for movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only the this. best. <laughs> Only the finest Kino. <laughs> yeah, Kino. Yeah. Uh, Alex and I were were saying uh, there's some like trailers out for some new shows. I don't know if you've seen any of them, Ralph. There's like there's a few out. Have you been watching any of these new trailers? There's like a Lord of the Rings one. There's like a yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you've seen that. Sonic. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see when it comes out. Could That's kind of how I feel. Could be good. I mean, like yeah, it, I, have, it looks, I have no idea. The visuals don't look great. Is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. more from how much they've been talking about how big this budget yeah. is and all the, the resources. Eighty million billion dollars. Mm-hmm. We spent a billion on this. Yeah, literally a billion. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, just literally. I feel like they haven't shown a lot. Yeah, maybe there's some stuff to yet be revealed, you know. I've been watching Peacemaker. That's pretty good. So, <laughs> apparently, and when I say apparently, I mean I haven't fact-checked this, but this is what people are saying. If I ever use the word apparently, that's what I mean, okay? Apparently, <laughs> they don't actually own the rights to the Cimmerillion or, like, the books that you'd be expecting them to to borrow from so they might just be doing just some completely new thing that doesn't have anything to do with anything that tolkien wrote oh so it's not cimmerillion oh i just apparently they never bought the rights to that's, it. <laughs> that's funny so what what is this story even like we've already got lord of the rings like and it's not retreading that story i like, guess what it's is this just even gonna be in the Lord of the Rings universe, it'll be just a Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like a watered-down Game of Thrones. I was kind of just expecting Game of Thrones anyway. And we're getting another Game of Thrones. Oh? Yeah, true. Yeah. House of the yeah, Dragon. Yeah, it's like it's a cool, prequel show, yeah. That's funny. I wonder how they'll fuck that one up. <laughs> yeah, it'll end badly again. Yeah, I don't know. There's a ton of shows like that. Outlander, Witcher, Last Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. A lot I mean there's there's enough of them that are making money that it's a trend now. So Yeah. Exactly. Well so um, yeah, what is their plan for this? Do they want this to be like a huge multi seasonal like Witcher type thing for Amazon Prime? Is that what they're trying to position this as? Like their Game of Thrones, I guess? What I don't understand about Amazon Prime is like, who honestly has Amazon Prime for the shows and then starts using Amazon Prime for the free shipping? I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. Yeah. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, the only exactly. people watching the shows on Amazon Prime video are people that were already customers of of Amazon Prime shopping and they're just getting free content. So I don't know how much money they have to spend on this. Really. Amazon Prime Video could be the shittiest service ever of all time. I don't think it would change the numbers. People have the Prime account for the free shipping. It's because yeah. they buy a lot yeah. of things I've from Amazon. I've always seen it as like a poke. Yeah. It's not for the original content, like the Reacher show? Yeah. The Reacher. Yeah. <laughs> the Boys Joe. is pretty good. Oh my god. You know what I could I talk about? Prime, I didn't yeah. even consider talking it. about this. Uh, you guys mm. keep talking about Lord of the Rings. I'll mention something else real quick in a second. I'm just going to look it up. 
Yeah, what is there even really else to say about it? I don't know what their plans are in terms of like how right. far they can stretch this. I don't actually this. remember much from the trailer. There's not much going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I hope it's good. That's all I can. I yeah, just, yeah. I have no idea. It's just speculation. It's just, it's it's hard to get excited about, you know, especially considering we've already had the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> that's clean. The definitive bones. Yeah, and yeah. They, they already fucked up the prequel story with like the Hobbit. That's already like a yeah. prequel to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, in terms of television too, we have Game of Thrones, which is like a better. It's mm -hmm. not a better Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's and even Game of Thrones television. can maintain it's it. It's a television version of Lord of the Rings, basically. It works in that way. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what the actual story is. but Yeah. So speaking of Amazon Prime, Amazon Studios, in preparation for my Oscars commentary, and also I usually do a like uh, Oscars, you know, Best Picture nominees review, and then I talk mm -hmm. about some other nominees if I find them important. So this year, I'm trying to at least skip through every single nominee i'm trying to at least if it's nominated even for just like one award for makeup i want to you know just be like okay that's what it is and then move on with my day and maybe not watch all of it sort of thing and so i got really curious especially about like the way that these awards are nominated i got really curious and i uh, looked up each of the uh, for, for your consideration campaigns from each of these studios and some of them are like pretty interesting so the uh, Universal Pictures for your considerations yeah, page <laughs> that I posted on Twitter. I'll post it in chat right now so you can see it. There, <laughs> the movies that they tried to get nominated for Oscars are Old Candyman, Sing to Dear Evan Hansen, Spirit Untamed, and Boss Baby Family Business. So Candyman's oh, like the best movie out of all of those, and it's not even something I would imagine gets nominated for an Oscar. None of them did. So in terms of Universal's campaign, they have Sing no... Sing 2. Did it get a song nomination? No, none of them got any nomination. Oh, Thank good. God. What's really funny about <laughs> this, though, Thank God. Yeah. out of all six of those, you can click on the titles to see like what specific awards they were campaigning for. Oh, yeah. The, there's only two of them that they were campaigning for a Best Picture Award, and that's Sing 2 and Boss Baby Family Business. Boss, <laughs> if you click on Boss Baby Family Business and then click on the For Your Consideration no. tab, they tried to get... <laughs> Best picture, best director, best sound, best oh visual God. effects, best adapted screenplay, <laughs> best, adapted best production screenplay. design, best original score, best film <laughs> editing, and best original. Like, they were going hard on this one. They thought Boss Baby Family Business was, like, their film. They were right. like, this is it. Did they just feel obliged? Did they feel embarrassed to not do it? What was uh, Evan Hansen? Evan Hansen? That didn't get any nominations. Let's see. Let's. They tried to do best original song best and best sound. Only two. Oh, okay. All right. It was the best picture film. No, no. <laughs> for they, a lot they, of bad, none of them. Heard a lot of bad they didn't even try for Hansen. best picture except for Boss Baby and Sing Two. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Why the two animated ones? I don't know. Why not for animated feature instead? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I mean, they. Yeah, I think they got animated feature. They well, they tried to for those ones anyway. But it's funny that they didn't even get that. And another thing of note for this is, so. I just watched uh, Encanto last night, and um, a lot of people were wondering, like, why is the most boring song from the movie, wh wh why is that one mm -hmm. the uh, Oscar-nominated song when, you know, everybody's really all about the We Don't Talk About Bruno song, like, that broke the charts or whatever, like, most song downloads since Frozen or whatever the fucking news bite is about that, mm -hmm. and 
it's it's obvious why. It's because we don't talk about Bruno blew up after Disney was already campaigning for best original song for Dors, Dos or Tuguidas. I'm sorry, I butchered uh, that. But so they didn't know what they had on It's depressing and interesting to think about because it's not only just that Disney wasn't aware of which song they had that was better. It's not like, oh, it, that's not even the real story here. The story is that the Oscars don't even know a song exists unless the studio campaigns for it. You know, the Oscars doesn't mm-hmm. know anything exists unless the studio explicitly campaigns for it. Like, there's this gigantic facade where the average person, if they don't look into it, would think like, oh, yeah, when the Oscars nominate something, it's because they watched a bunch of movies and then they thought, oh, this is the best thing from this movie. No, that's not the case. They just wait until the studios tell them, which ones they should be given, which which awards they should be giving for what movie. <laughs> and then they just go, oh, well, I guess uh, this one and that one, because I know, you know, they probably don't watch them. I just watched Free Guy last night. There's no fucking <laughs> way they watched that and thought best visual effects. There's no fucking, that's not possible. Which studio campaigned for that? The effects were shit. 20th century, 20th century. Oh, it was yeah. 20th century. Yeah, okay, let's check this out. Yeah, let's see. Which if... is Disney. Which is now Disney, they... yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's see if I can find this here. So Free Guy, if I click on their For Your Consideration campaign on the Consider. Yeah, <laughs> they tried to get Best Picture for this one, too. Best Director, <laughs> Best Actor, Best Original Screenplay, Best Cinematography, Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Film Editing. Oh, they just like, I love oh it when God. they're so ballsy. They did this with The Lion King 2019. They were trying to get Best Actor mm-hmm. nominations for all the voice performances, <laughs> like something that has never happened before in Oscars <laughs> history. And they were like, yeah, we can, let's see if we can do that. But yeah, they, wow. So yeah, the Academy saw, oh, here's the list of every studio that's telling us has good visual effects. They probably saw the poster. They're like, there's a lot of visual effects in this movie, clearly. Because otherwise, I don't understand why it's nominated. I genuinely don't. Just, yeah, aside from the Disney link, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just wanting to, yeah, fans like it. Whatever. What did you think of it? The movie? <laughs> yeah, Free Guy. Well, I thought I was only going to watch the first 10 seconds. But then I was kind of <laughs> glued to the cringe. I was kind uh-huh. of like... Yeah, it, is one of it, it was inescapable. It's another one of those movies that starts with a Fortnite airdrop. Yeah. Like yeah. The beginning. yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, um, it was pretty, like, painful like aggressively obnoxious from like the first millisecond mm. of the film and it yeah. just does not hold back <laughs> mm-hmm. taika waititi has somehow made it worse yeah he, he's actually abysmal he's probably the worst element yeah, yeah. isn't that crazy uh-huh. yeah he was awful yeah which is wacky the just the whole plot line was was terrible too and yeah he was awful yeah yeah just gamer stuff you know <laughs> when it's handled like that it's it's extra cringe yeah it's a gamer Channing movie Tatum. for people like jordan peterson who are very clearly mm-hmm. gamers um <laughs> if nobody knows what i'm talking about i'm not just throwing his name out there let me read his tweet actually yeah you said that before he classic it, right? tweet yeah did i actually yeah. read out the tweet <laughs> okay i'm gonna read the tweet because <laughs> people if i say that people might think i'm joking but here's his tweet august 22nd 2021 I went to a movie tonight at a theater. What a miracle. <laughs> it's been maybe two years. Free guy. Fun, smart, creative. A perfect archetypal structure. Persona, shadow, <laughs> anima, self. In that order, perfect. And that was Jordan B. Peterson. Dr. Jordan, Jordan Peterson's review of Free this Guy. This is Letterboxd's review of Free Guy. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's on the Academy. He's maybe. on like, the Oscar panel. Oh, yeah. yeah. They should have got a best screenplay from him then. Yeah, yeah. 
Speaking of <laughs> gamers, uh, did anybody see the Halo series trailer? Yeah, unfortunately, no, yeah. I didn't see, but they're making that. That's on Paramount? Yeah, Paramount Plus. Okay, it's pretty sure. Yeah. Is that like a streaming service or the TV? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Paramount Plus is another Everything's one. Everything's a streaming service now. There's another, There's so you're saying this is another one I have to get if I want to watch the Halo <laughs> yeah. show now. You have to get it. Yeah. Oh I my mean, God, what a nightmare. You don't have to get it to watch it, but you're probably gonna have to get it at some point. Paramount. It's Paramount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Viacom is doing it. Basically, it's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that every single television network and company that produces television media is now kind of jumping ship. They understand that television is dying, so they're creating exclusive shows for their streaming services. Because if they want, like. If they want television to keep going, why are they creating content that they're not putting on television, but only on their streaming service? They're clearly like, yeah, exactly. okay, yeah, we're trying to build this up. We're jumping ship. This is fucking done. And yet, yeah. the prices for for cable television have never been higher. <laughs> and they just keep going up. I'm like, this should mm -hmm. be like five bucks. You know? You should get every channel for mm -hmm. like five bucks and people will get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cable's going to be gone. Even like 20 bucks. Every channel for 20 bucks. That would be um, like that would be worth it for like cable, you know. It's a shitty service. There's some great shows on there, but yeah, a lot of those shows they're gonna end eventually, and then after that, I don't know. You know, Peacemaker's only on HBO Max, right? You know, it was crazy that Kingsman movie. It just came out in theaters. Like I just saw it on Hulu, and I like I watched it on Hulu. Like they released yeah. it on Hulu and HBO Max, I think. It's on Disney yeah. Plus too. Yeah, I don't know what studio that is, or uh, it's it's not like I think it's Fox. Ones. It's not like Warner Brothers. Let's see. Yeah, it's Fox. Yeah, yeah. They just Hulu is owned it. by Disney. Yeah, and then HBO Max has like a contract for some Fox properties, which is why they have uh, the new Guillermo and stuff. Wait, so Hulu is owned by Disney, but it's a separate subscription from Disney Plus. I know this. This shit uh -huh. confuses. Hulu <laughs> existed before yeah. Disney Plus. Disney bought it, and then Disney made Disney Plus. But Hulu's uh -huh. separate. <laughs> the ESPN also they own. Yeah, I think you can get them all bundled together or something. But yeah, they own all all those Hulu, Disney Plus, yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah. This conversation only gets worse every time we have it. It's just <laughs> we're we're not yeah, we're not moving in the worse. correct direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they own everything, right? Mm -hmm. Unlike the Halo TV show, which looks awesome. Am I right? Yeah. yeah what did you think of that? Well, I okay. It's it's one thing if we're going to move to a certain point in time and be like, it is not okay for Cortana to be blue and naked. That's offensive. But the game mm -hmm. didn't a game just come out this year where she's still the same? Like, I haven't played through the campaign of Infinite. Is she in that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So she they didn't change. She doesn't have the same. Not it's changing not quite her as sexualized. The, sure. But she's not nearly as that like in the trailer for the she's not just like oh, no she doesn't look anything some, like the tv some show woman <laughs> you know i don't know they changed the character design a lot in a way that would imply it's like okay we've moved past this and that's fine if it was consistent with the games right but the game is not yeah. doing that and the show is it's and like so the it's face like, well, of the okay it's the, yeah it's the face of the actor who's playing whoever cortana is based on you know the old lady Halsey character yeah, but they're using the face of who voices Cortana in the games, so, oh. so it it really looks pretty strange in motion. Okay. But but the whole thing kind of like reeks of that to me. This not only is this years late. I don't know if you remember, but this was revealed. This this project 
was revealed like when the Xbox One like original that with that like embarrassing press conference with the TV. Is TV. this the same project? Yeah, I think it's the one. I think it's the same one. Um, and that that's just how long it's just been trapped in development hell, I guess. That's funny. I had no idea this was the same thing. Because every once in a while I feel like, oh, there's some Halo show coming out. I'm like, okay. And then like maybe I missed it or something. Like, is this the first Halo show? Wasn't there like some produced by Steven Spielberg or some shit? Like it was produced by somebody? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the reveal. But uh, over the years, so I'm pretty sure... Um... This is the like same the director thing? of Annihilation. Yeah, it's gone through so many different hands. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, the director of Annihilation was attached at one point, I'm pretty no, sure. The, Alex Garland wrote a script for the Halo movie like 10 years ago and sold it to like Bungie for a million dollars. And then Bungie sold it to Universal for like 10 million. And he got massively cut. Oh, really? And then they, they like apparently built like a functioning warthog for it and then just scrapped the project. And then it never happened. I don't think that this has anything to do with the Alex Garland script. I think this is something oh, entirely really? different because he okay. wrote a script for like a feature length film, right? Like maybe they'll borrow some elements from it. If well, yeah, because that was also rights. Just Halo as a property has really struggled <laughs> escaping the game sphere because yeah, there was the Peter Jackson, Neil Blomkamp like stuff that was going on that fell through. That's what I heard about. Yeah, mostly. and now it's eventually just boiled down to this kind of TV show that seems to be hit and late. Yeah. Doesn't look that great. And I, d I just don't really know where it sits and uh, what it can I just want to know the specifics to why these projects fail and have to get dismantled and, you know, unearthed and mm -hmm. zombified, like, decades later, you know? Mm -hmm. So if I'm thinking yeah. about, you know, Alex Garland wrote a script or Neil Blomkamp wanted to direct it, his shorts are, like, the best thing he's ever made. His Halo shorts are, like, the best <laughs> shit mm -hmm. he's ever done. And then, like, Peter Jackson was going to produce. And then that just fell through. I'm just wondering... Why did it fall through? It seemed like every party wanted to do it, and then somebody at the studio was just like, nah. Like, is that literally what just happened? Wouldn't be surprised if it was Microsoft End at that point, 2007. Maybe they were being really controlling of the license or something. And... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe it's like, at least we have details about the Five Nights at Freddy's uh, development <laughs> help. Maybe Scott Cawthorn, like... Oh, I, this is the best script that I've ever seen, and it's perfect for the game, and I love every second of it. And then, like, two months later, I can't do it with this script. <laughs> we're, we're getting a new director also. <laughs> okay. We're on the subject of video game movies. Can we move on to... Um, yes, we can. The, the iconic the Kino one. film that was just released by Sony, the producers behind Venom. Bravoni. Called Uncharted. <laughs> Venom. Uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Same director as Venom. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, does someone want to describe the plot like it even matters? It's like a treasure There's hunt. There's an India Jones and then mm -hmm. a Naughty Dog. Not Indiana Jones. Made it to Nathan Drake. And then Sony went, that's cool. Let's do something else. And then we got this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot. It, has no, it has nothing to do with anything the only similarities to the game is that they like fell out of a plane like there's nothing about this that i feel like is close to the game remotely yeah, it, like it i don't know what they with think a the set game piece is from uncharted 3 where he's like hanging out of the cargo plane yeah that's how it starts yeah they pluck yeah. some imagery oh, and settings crap. from the games um <laughs> yeah, a lot of imagery from the fourth game I noticed too, and kind of framing it around my the least whole favorite connection. Yeah, um, I don't know about you guys, uh, but the 
the, the whole thing that makes Uncharted good as a game series is the fact that you're you're basically playing Indiana Jones set pieces, but constructed in like a video game. That's what makes yeah. it good. Yeah, it's the Indiana Jones in the video game format. Yeah, they're they're great games. I love them. Basically all of them, even four. I have my criticisms with it, but I love four. And it's like, yeah, you feel like you're like playing like a movie, like an Indiana Jones kind of movie, except it's a video game. And you have this new character and it feels like a movie. So to a point where it's like, okay, why even make a movie out of it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I just play the game. Yeah, in a space where this kind of storytelling is already tired. We've already yeah. had Indiana Jones. We've already had National Treasure. We've already had the money. Right. I'd rather just watch kind of Indiana Jones. Yeah. 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 It's kind of peaked with Indiana Jones. Yeah. And you know, there is an Indiana Jones game. It sucks. Like I played it. But it's not <laughs> like Uncharted's much better. Unless the Lego, the, the Lego Indiana Jones games are good. That's not what I mean. The, there's like this PS2 one <laughs> that's like really bad, <laughs> you know, but like Uncharted works as a game. It's they're they're exciting and fun. Like those set pieces are great, but it's it's a video game like it doesn't translate like these characters in this movie they're so lame and like they the casting i think the <laughs> casting might be yeah. my biggest criticism with the whole thing like yeah. tom holland looks like a little boy <laughs> mark yeah. Wahlberg's there he's nothing like sully <laughs> not at all and like everyone nothing, else is bad. Like antonio banderas does nothing yeah like it's just like really no one brought anything to it it's I like forgot a really antonio lame was in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i, I like just who, saw I it forgot there was a villain <laughs> it's a really lame video game movie incredibly lame like yeah. really bad and I, I love these games like that's that's basically what i want to say and like uh, you know i wanted to like the movie and it's really shitty <laughs> i would argue that <laughs> even if you take away the gameplay elements of the video games the cutscenes alone are far more competent than this film mm -hmm. yeah they yeah. are. The characters, yeah, those character are great dynamics are interesting. Yeah, yeah the, and the the characters have chemistry and they're memorable. And the actual, yeah, the dynamics between them are something rather than nothing, which we yeah. have here. And in, and in those <laughs> games, like Nate and Sully have like a history that is long last. Like you could tell they know they've known each other a long time. Like it makes sense why they help each other in this movie. Yeah, it's like they just met. Like so, I'm like I kept thinking like why are they helping each other? Like why are they friends? Like well, what are they even doing? Because his brother, he wants to do things for his brother. Like they don't even have a friendship in this. Yeah, game. who you don't because really Sully's set up, just trying like, to exploit him the entire time. They're both just using each other, and that's it. <laughs> and like as that as though that's supposed to be like charming yeah. or endearing. Like they keep fucking each other over. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's Sully, he's just a fucking asshole. He's literally, he's just They're an asshole the entire time. He's such a piece yeah. of shit. He's, he's not like likable in the slightest. I don't understand. And to, to add to the point of Tom Holland looking like a baby, I agree. And they treat him like a baby. He does the whole like, oh, I'm going to drink wine way too fast sort of thing. They're like, slow down, little boy. And like, they're constantly infantilizing him. And yet, at a certain point in the film, we get a flashback and it's like 15 years earlier. And it's just... It's like a, yeah. another guy that looks roughly the same age as Tom Holland. Or something. Yeah, I was like, surprised I by that. Like, how old is he supposed to be? <laughs> well, yeah, what I'm about to say is far-fetched. Tom Holland plays Peter Parker, who's like a teenager. Like, yeah. we just saw him play Peter Parker a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not, it's not convincing. Yeah. Those are the roles that he gets. Well, I thought it was going to be a young Drake story. I thought that's, that's the angle I thought that was going to happen. With. I thought this was the <laughs> flashback because of the casting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so when they did the flashback, I was like, oh, oh, so they really just want this to be Drake. This is Drake in this universe. Yeah, yeah it's like he's, utterly he's, pointless. He sucks. Both <laughs> of their performances were far worse than the average film I've seen them in.
Like, I don't know if I can think of a worse performance from either of them, honestly. Well, the maybe the happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tom Holland, I can't think of one. Yeah. yeah. Did, uh, did you ever see that, walking, um, <laughs> that, uh, that article that came out where um, it was like an interview with, with a GQ uh, with Tom Holland? And <laughs> he, he literally describes his performance as a mistake. He was like setting what? everyone up for yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me get the quote here. Holland Please said that do. his betrayal of Drake was a more tough, very stoic take on the character instead of the character's usual goofy and aloof approach to things. Look, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if I succeeded in that. But it was an Uh-oh. important lesson learned because at times it was less about land a mark and go through this scene and more about land a mark, stand like this and see my bulging biceps. It was a mistake and is something that I'll probably never do again. And that was before the movie even came out. So <laughs> yeah. my expectations huh. were already low. And like, yeah, it, it seems like he had no idea even who Nathan Drake was or what he was even trying to channel. Of course. None of them did. The writers did. Like just a vague it's Indiana Jones. It's nothing thing. like the Nathan Drake in the game. He's too young. Like that's. I guess that was the point. They're trying to start him young so they can have. But a they didn't because then they had the. Flashback. But it seems like Tom Holland's not going to do this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seems like there's not going to be a sequel. Honestly, like, I hope there might not. Be, and I hope it's better. But yeah, it just doesn't seem like they're interested in that. You know, and yeah, like what you're saying, Alex. There's like a lot of development problems with the movie, and I think it's been in development for a while. I think there's been about six directors behind it. Or sat- yeah, before this director, there have been six directors. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> other directors working on this movie. Yeah, and they just kind of left until they settled for, you know, Ruben Fl- Flesher or whatever. Yeah. Flesher. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me a bit of Brett Ratner, you know, where it's just like, yeah, I'll do that big studio project, I guess. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just wrap this one up for you. I think it's absolutely adorable that they keep going through so many fucking directors and so many different scripts being like, oh, we need to make this tweak or this isn't working. When at the end of the day, it has Tom Holland in it. Just fart out a piece of shit. You did. It made money. It's going to make money. Like, it's Tom Holland that's selling the tickets. It doesn't matter what's in your movie. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> the movie should have been What are you going to do? You're trying to perfect it? You already have Tom Holland in it. If you want to make money, you've done it. You've done it already. But how like little understanding of their own IP, their own franchise do they have? If this is how little identity like the Uncharted, the official Uncharted movie backed by Sony is. Like I was I waiting know. for that music to come in, and <laughs> when Sony. it does come in, it was like, oh, I guess they were saving it to try and show like him becoming the Nathan Drake we know. But it was kind of more introduced as like a, a cameo for Nolan right North, either. like being there on yeah. the on the beach. That was yeah. lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the music in general and the whole music usage yeah. was, was really Yeah, the lame. music was pretty bad. The music was fucking yeah. awful. And yeah, when they finally did start using the melody from the iconic score, it wasn't even like the same chord progression. It was like, it was this really weird thing that they were doing. And yeah, for mostly for the purpose of a cameo. They kept doing this mm-hmm. weird, like, shitty, awful guitar, electric guitar tone that was never in <laughs> any of the games, <laughs> right? Like, it doesn't... Mm-hmm. The music doesn't yeah. capture the, anything the that was in the for, games, right? Yeah. The games sound like Indiana Jones, yeah. <laughs> or like Lawrence of Arabia. We can have the like, like I want to address a, a potential opposing argument because sometimes people look at conversations like this and they go like, "What? So because it's not the game, that means it's bad?" Not necessarily, but there has to be an argument for why the changes are 
better. There has to be an argument for why a change mm-hmm. is made if there's going to be a, something that diverts. If it works and it's different, then that's great. But everything we're listing is like, okay, it's not only different, it's just bad and it doesn't work, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the music sure, is just yeah. infinitely worse than the games. It's not memorable in the slightest. No, I have no, like, all I remember is just that ugly guitar tone. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland's performance, I wanted to mention, he sounds like a New Yorker for like a third of the movie. <laughs> Did anybody else yeah, think that? that? Yeah, yeah. It's just Peter Parker. The fuck that's yeah. all I saw. Or, you know, it's just him. It was only Tom for Holland. a third of the movie. It was so inconsistent. Like I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He's been in some bad stuff, Tom Holland. You know, he's got good. Parts, he's only yeah, been in bad movies outside of the Spider Man. <laughs> when yeah, he's not Spider Man, he's he's a bad movie person. <laughs> yeah. Name Jerry one good movie he's been walking. in other than Spider Man. Well, uh, the walking. one with Robert Pattinson is very good. What I is like it? That one. The what. The, the devil all the time that one's good oh it's shit on i forgot oh, he was yeah, in the that. netflix right. movie okay. yeah yeah that wasn't, he wasn't bad in that he was in one good movie and it didn't it wasn't even well received <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's good in that um you're right yeah but yeah like he mostly has a really bad career and like this is like this is a pretty bad video game movie i mean bad it doesn't career, do anything for that huge wallet for that kind of reputation video game movies have right it doesn't do anything to like <laughs> make it better it's, yeah it's, it's just another, another one of those honestly yeah 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 the funniest part about this is like this is a sony film so you can't even say like oh the rights went off to some studio that doesn't understand the mm-hmm. franchise so of course they bastardized it this is just what Sony. this is the level of respect that sony gives to their own properties <laughs> yeah and that's disgusting <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like they don't it's give a like shit. Even down to basic stuff like the costume design or whatever. Like, did Mark Wal- Wahlberg just refuse to like grow a mustache or dye his hair or whatever? Like, he didn't have to look that way. Like, they they could have put it some effort in him. to try and evoke the original. Well, yeah, <laughs> from a base yeah. level, it should not have been him. But like, you yeah. know, like it evokes something f- to remind you of the games that isn't just like the cast is like the, the worst thing about the movie, baby. Yeah, mm, it's shocking. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't add to it. I can at least understand from a business perspective why they would cast Tom Holland. It's because he gets people in the seats. I do not understand from a business or practical perspective why Mark Wahlberg was in the film. It's not like people are watching it because he's in it. Yeah. So I don't understand why he's there. Sure. Just reading reviews, what I got from like reading the many like bad reviews this movie got, like the general criticism was that it wasn't faithful to the games really and that it took no risks. Yeah, it just didn't do it. It's very bland, and I, I basically agree with that. I basically agree with that sentiment. Yeah, it's like Absolutely. An incredibly forgettable movie. Sure, um, and it tries to you know have all these puzzle riddle solving scenes and stuff like that. It's very bland. Um, the setups and the payoffs are really predictable. The thing with the lighter is so obvious. Like at the beginning, he's like, "Oh, I have this lighter." Mm-hmm. It, it always works and i'm like oh so the lighter's gonna like help him out like later in the movie at like the very end and yeah he uses it to light a can and it's fucking stupid that it's so oh, calm, that man. was so terribly <laughs> presented too i have a lot of issues with how the action is presented not not just that setup not like the chekhov's lighter thing but like visually yeah. how they're communicating that they're building up so much to that can and he's like oh and then he notices he's gonna do it it's like oh yeah this is coming and it's almost like you're almost tasting like there will be a somewhat satisfying moment in this film. And then they show it and it's like, wait, what just the fuck just happened? They did like a quick POV <laughs> shot from the cannonball and you never got to like see yeah, anything. That was it, terrible. Was like, it was like oh the laziest, God. most confusing <laughs> close shot. Yeah, way they you didn't even see like the helicopter it. get hit. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. so they do all this build up. You're like, oh, yeah, I get to see something cool. And then it's like, Boop, and what the fuck? Like you didn't see it. 
You're implying it happened. Nobody saw anything. Mm -hmm. It's too (gasps) quick, right? It's like a second. Yeah. But like, that's all the action. Like the crash afterward, the helicopter crash. It's like a second. Like you barely process it. All of the (laughs) action scenes are abysmal. Honestly, the fight choreography, the way things are You know, that's the best thing about the games are those set pieces. That's why you play them. They're really epic and cool and like even well shot from like a cinematography like perspective, Mm -hmm. even though it's a video game, like the, the shot composition, the lighting and like all that. And the games are great. Like every set piece, the one on the boat, when it's like sinking and there's like a flood of water yeah. behind him. And there's tons of interesting, of memorable. It's incredibly memorable and funny and yeah, like really cool. Yeah. And this movie either tries to replicate that to like a lesser effect, like with that opening or yeah, the, the set pieces they come up with on their own are very lame. <laughs> yeah. It just the doesn't translate. Ship at does the it? End, that was a very lame set piece. And I, I don't even remember half of them. There's a few, but like there's moments where I noticed like the choreography was really bad. And just like unconvincing throughout, yeah, just like it didn't look convincing. It didn't look people like people were getting well, hurt. Yeah. It it just takes it to the absurd level. It it was actually reminding me of the way like Fast and Furious uses action. Where it's like, yeah, just nothing matters. This is so ridiculously like absurd. It's not like yeah. an Indiana Jones where the main character is getting beat up and he's only just scraping his way through these like action moments. It's way more like. Just taking it to the extreme where he's like falling and jumping from item to item and like just the the set pieces from the games taken to this ridiculous extreme. Like instead of like uh, the imagery of the the end kind of fight in Uncharted 4 is uh, are those two boats that they find and there's like a kind of sword fight in the fire as like the conclusive like area that they fight in. But in the movie... It's like the next level, the two ships this time, they're attached to helicopters being lifted out of a cave and they're swinging around and there's like a, a pirate battle in the sky. And it's just yeah. so ridiculous. And it's like, what, what am I attaching myself to here? Like the, 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 like the choreography is <laughs> not good. The action, it's not like Nothing. absurd enough to be entertaining. And it's just irritating. Like in Fast and Furious, I don't care because it's not like evoking anything. It's just pure pure absurdity for absurdity's sake whereas uncharted is is based on an ip with some kind of expectation with some kind of you know you you, want to see something from that Mm -hmm. yeah i expected a little modicum of fun maybe i don't know well yeah tension maybe is quite important in action scenes that that helps good characters you know characters games have very good characters yeah Yeah. no good characters chloe in this i was about to say chloe yeah yeah. she's a very bad character in this movie and yeah and the game's just there to trick people (laughs) and almost die and get saved and then trick him again (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's very boring in this movie yeah in uncharted 2 she's very interesting Mm. It's uh, it's not a good sign for their whole like movie division because it, it it bothered me as the movie opened. They had their like custom made Sony special intro showing like God of War, oh, yeah. and the Last of Us, and the new yeah, this Sony is our new CU. division. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, it was the, like we're, that. We're going like full transmedia logo. now. Like, mm-hmm. forget about like the attempts from the past. Like, uh, I don't this know if you ever it. saw that fucking ratchet and clank movie oh, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that i think there was going to be a sly cooper movie <laughs> you forget about those okay. ones i, I mean, forgot that existed and the ratchet if, and clank. if this is like where it's going i mean it's not a good start like, no I, I wonder how this like <laughs> no. this uh, hbo last of us stuff's gonna come together uh, if it's the same amount of care i have no faith in that after seeing this yeah <laughs> they should have just thrown in spider-man or some shit thrown in venom you know Throw in some other stupid IPs you have. And a good story. Yeah, get Venom and Morbius in there. 
throwing venom had into a good Uncharted story. That was dope. interesting. Um, I I get their logic of wanting to explore a young like Nathan Drake because I guess the way you could look at it is this is like canon with the video games, you know, because it isn't really connected mm-hmm. to anything. That's one way in the games. Yeah, you could just say, oh, like oh, this is canon with the video game universe. Um, not that it matters because you know on its own it just doesn't really work as a movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's there's a lot of bad parts. I'm just gonna list one issue I had. It was like with the sound. It's toward the end of the movie. They're in a helicopter, and and Nate says a line to Sully, but Sully can't hear him, even though the line is like completely audible. But it's because they're in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. So then they <laughs> oh, put like yeah. the headphones on, and then he says the line, and then he can hear him. But like you you hear Tom Holland say the line. It's not like the line is inaudible. Yeah. You know, like it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It, the line should have been inaudible if that's what, if that was the joke. Yeah, it, but the way they did it, it just didn't work. It was just confusing. There's like a million moments like that in the movie. But, yeah, all the humor. Like the, the humor is really, really charming in those original games. But how it's translated here is like uh, Tom Holland going through Mark Wahlberg's phone. He's like, oh, you got Tinder on here, buddy. That's the joke. So, uh, <laughs> he <laughs> that's, has that's Tinder. Legend. It was like nice. Space Jam with the Twitter or whatever. The Navy yeah. using Twitter joke. It's the same exact shit. Yeah. It's just wow. Tinder is the joke. <laughs> he has Tinder. He has Tinder. It's not for your Got Tinder him. profile or something like that. Yeah, it was so obvious they were like just leveraging the the charm of the leads to try and sell the like awful jokes. It was like edited around certain punchlines, and I don't know about like the crowd you saw it with, but it was it was pretty silent for all. I of had the no laughs. Yeah, no really laughing. Yeah, yeah, and there were quite a few people at my showing. <laughs> yeah. None of it was funny. No, no. I think Tom Holland can be like charismatic, like at times, but he's not utilized well in this movie. Even him being charismatic wouldn't save it. Mark Wahlberg yeah. sounded like he was slurring his lines for half the movie. It seemed like he showed up on set drunk or some shit. Like I don't know what was going on. <laughs> I couldn't understand him half the time. And in the trailers, there was like a shot where he did have a mustache and like what? acknowledges it, but I don't remember that in the movie. No, I was gonna. Just I was gonna bring that up. Maybe it yeah, was a Justice League like... thing. That's crazy that they didn't put that in the movie. Because, yeah, he doesn't have a mustache in the movie at all, right? That's really funny. Was it a post-credit thing? Because I left. Like, maybe it was in the, maybe like an after-credits thing. Oh, oh maybe. maybe it was, no, but it wouldn't, I don't think it would make sense. Um, there is that little, like, teaser where it's like, oh, yeah, the Uncharted 4 brother stuff is what we'll do with the next one if we make enough money here. But Oh, yeah, the way they ended that fucking post-credits thing. Where they come out of the door, they're like, whoa, and then it just doesn't show what they said whoa to. It's like, it's, it's not going to mean anything. What is it going to be? Like, another memorable character? Like, what do you... <laughs> they haven't introduced so his, annoying. like, other girlfriend. I think her name's Elena. Thank you. Blonde one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need to do that. Yeah, that's probably who it was. Unironically, if this movie was the exact same, and then, like, instead of you know continuing the pirate ship thing maybe they were doing like the uncharted one stuff where they like go into a tomb and then they're like oh there's some sort of demonic thing and then venom shows up people like <laughs> you'd you double yeah, your revenue you <laughs> like even if you didn't advertise yeah. it in the trailer as soon <laughs> so, as it got out like that would have been cool dude, venom's in the movie this is an <laughs> mcu thing then everybody would have to everybody would be obligated to watch oh. it Oh my god, Why a not? Sony crossover movie? That Why would be not? really cool. Just like throw everyone in. You own like the Venom, IP, you can do uh, it. Uncharted, who else? Ratchet and Clank, <laughs> right? Like the Ellie and Joel. Like, yeah. Just throw Why everybody not? in. Yeah, just ready play one it for long. The infamous guy. It would be Whatever. so cool. 
That would make everybody it, the movie would <laughs> go up one point character. at least for me. <laughs> yeah, it would be a It'll better make, film. Like, no, just do like a separate movie, like the, with this idea. Yeah, have like the sack guy in it from uh, Sack Little Boy Big Planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, best everything. character name. Yeah, throw everyone in. Venomized Sack Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh <laughs> Venomized Sack Boy. <laughs> yeah, and then we could sell Funko Pops of it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. What else is there to say about that? Nothing. We're moving on. Two out of ten. Good movie. Yeah. One yeah, out of five. Is, yeah, one star. Yeah, I agree with you, Alex. I think we're all in agreement. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I liked it more. Yeah, just nothing. I'll, I'll watch it again and maybe find really? more things I don't like about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. I would never watch this again. It's not no painful. Excuse. That's why I'm not giving it, it a half painful. star. It was really boring. Yeah, yeah, the boring stuff. That's for the most unforgivable thing. I don't remember the last time that instead of just going pee in the middle of the movie, I went pee and then went and got a beer and then came back. Because <laughs> that's what I did with this movie. I was like, nothing's happening. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have missed anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's, I, I, don't, I don't really do that. I did that with this film, though. <laughs> Yeah. It's time for the f- movie recommendation from Ralph. We got some extra Kino in this house. Oh, yeah. Something better than Uncharted. <laughs> yeah. Introduce it. Oh, okay. It's your so movie. the movie I picked um, <laughs> for us to watch, I picked a bad movie for us to watch because I enjoy bad movie discussions. They're very funny. And this is a, like a really infamous one. It's called Going Overboard. <laughs> and it's starring Adam Sandler. Um, I'll just read the Thing from a struggling yeah yeah he's had a good career since but you know if you'd seen Uncut this movie Gems. <laughs> um you'd, you'd be like yeah he's not a good actor so here's just the plot description a struggling young comedian takes a menial job on a cruise ship where he hopes for his big chance to make it in the world of a cruise ship comedy in the yeah. world of cruise ship comedy yeah yeah so he's like just like a a, like a pool boy working on this cruise a and then waiter. he becomes a comedian yeah but he's mm-hmm. like in competition with this other comedian who's like a big bully like dicky or whatever sometime. yeah i think that's his name and then yeah and so like adam sandler just wants to go on stage and tell jokes and just prove to everyone that he's funny and and that's like basically what's going on yeah and there's like all these like pointless cutaways to like just women talking about random shit and and adam sandler is like the worst actor <laughs> like in this movie <laughs> if you had seen this movie like i think this is his first film or like one of his earliest should have been things, his last even before snl mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have been i mean if you had just seen him in this movie at that time you'd be like yeah. this, this guy has absolutely <laughs> no charisma like this no talent yeah you would Black think like this guy has no chance at having a career right and now you see uncut gems like he's great in uncut gems unironically i'll say he gave a great performance mm-hmm. in that movie and he's been good in other movies punch drunk love and uh i don't know just a couple other ones he's had a bad run of movies too mostly his comedies with like happy madison but if you had just seen this movie you'd think this guy has no talent he's not gonna have a career he's horrible in this movie he's horrible even more horrible (laughs) than like the most horrible you've seen him if you haven't seen this like worse than jack and jill like he's just like this scrawny ugly guy like you'd be like you're like why is this guy in a he movie he does faces sometimes he walks silly he sometimes. is horribly unfunny and yeah yet his stand-up routines are like just terrible and i, I want to get your perspective on this movie but oh i loved it i thought it's my favorite movie of the year yeah yeah of yeah, the sure. i'm <laughs> retroactively giving my favorite movie of 2022 uh to a film that was made in 1989 <laughs> 
<laughs> did you like that they used the song from Baby Driver? One of the songs from Baby Driver. Oh, did they? Which one? Yeah, there's, there's nowhere to run to, baby. Nowhere oh, to hide. I didn't recognize it yeah. from Baby oh, Driver. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Know that. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that why it was your favorite? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This was um, this was a special, special kind of bad. This was a, yeah, uh, this is a special kind of bad. It's a bad comedy. They, they they start out the movie giving you the lowest expectations you could possibly have. They're like, <laughs> we didn't spend any money, and this isn't a real movie. As if that's like supposed yeah, to be like a breaking. good joke. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like I like uh, seeing like Grown Ups two and some of the other Adam Sandler movies that have the rep for like yeah he's basically like going on holiday with his friends and like making a movie. So when his first like full production like five minutes in he he directs the camera just straight up breaks the fourth wall saying yeah this is just like some bullshit we like put together on a cruise fuck you <laughs> that's how it like is introduced mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't think he was a producer on this right like this is oh wait he he's credited for additional material in writing from valerie <laughs> bremen uh as the main Maybe writer that stand but that could, yeah i mean that could just be improv and she was trying to help mm-hmm. share the blame or something um yeah, this is this is the passion project of Valerie Brayman. Uh this is her first film. She went on to direct four other films, one of them starring John Favreau actually, which is interesting. <laughs> There's official selection at Sundance called Love and Sex. I'll watch that at some point. But anyway, this is her first film and it is uh it should have been her last. Just like Adam said, no one should be allowed to keep <laughs> yeah. making movies after making this. This should have been the last for everybody. Yeah, yeah everybody really. involved, you're canceled. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this. This is really bad. This yeah. is, you can't even say it's an exaggeration when you're calling this like one of the worst movies ever made. It has mm-hmm. a 1.2 on Letterboxd. It's not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not it's great. Really, uh, it's really tedious. It's a tedious movie. Uh, what do you mm-hmm. think, Alex? Lots of good actors that are wasted, like Burt Young. Yeah, some really yeah. random cameos, like Billy, Billy Zane. shows up, Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. Completely wasted, like n- unfunny. Probably the best part of the movie was Milton Berle. He's like a, a he's like a famous comedian. You may not know him now, but like you know, maybe at his time he was like a very famous like American comedian. His part was like one of the least painful scenes, maybe. But for some reason, they added like a laugh track over top of his jokes. I don't know why. It didn't <laughs> yeah, make any sense. yeah, that was. He like weird. tells a joke and it's like, ha ha. I'm like, I'm like, what? It's trying to be quirky throughout the film, but it doesn't it thinks, make sense. It thinks the fourth uh-huh. wall it, breaking is dream? funny. <laughs> like, oh, look, isn't it my best friend? Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just talking to this camera, and then the scene just continues. Like, ho 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 ha 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 ha. Whoa, like Jesus Christ! <laughs> I couldn't imagine being like stuck in a theater. Of full of people watching this movie like that's that's some genuine yeah. torture there, there's just nothing worse than like a bad bad comedy like this there's nothing worse because it's just you can't even laugh at how bad it is because it's trying to make you it's laugh. Just so you're just sad it's uncomfortable yeah i was laughing yeah. thinking about you guys watching it that was yeah. making me laugh <laughs> <laughs> just these like painful scenes yeah, it's like, definitely one of nothing those. happening just like yeah. what about just like the perverse like beauty pageant angle like that's one of the big selling points of the movie is that yeah like the boat is just full of like women constantly yeah well that's like the story is basically like 
the main character is just Adam Sandler, who's upset that no one finds him funny and that he can't get laid. Yeah, exactly. Like the he, whole he wants thing. to be funny so he can get laid. <laughs> like, he doesn't respect comedy or anything. He just wants to get mm-hmm. laid. But, like, no one likes him because he's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and annoying. Yeah. If we took this exact same film and it was directed by Tim Heidecker, it would be genius. (laughs) It would be more ironic. Well, exactly. It would be like, damn, you really captured the most awful (laughs) thing you could imagine. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I was imagining what, like, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen would do with some kind of, like, you know, the opportunity to, like, combine the like interviews with a bunch of like you know models or whatever and try and make a joke out of it in some way because there, there are these like interspliced scenes of the all the girls being interviewed these like random questions that seem to just be just plucked in whenever it's convenient the, the, like the structure is just like so random it's like yeah mostly random cutaways and just like gross out jokes and yeah, yeah. it just it just juggles between being like some like a, a woman in, in a bikini or like a seagull shitting in someone's drink. If I yeah. had a million dollars, I would buy all the clearasil, so no one would be able to stop popping pimples. <laughs> so no one would be able to mm-hmm. stop their pimples, and I could pop all of them. Yum, pus. That was a joke. This was written by an insane person that belongs... It should be institutionalized. <laughs> Is it asylum? Yeah. Lock him up. Lock her up. Hashtag lock her up. Valerie Bream. What was the beginning with like the VHS tapes and he puts the VHS tapes? Oh, the joke was that he has porn. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was them trying to be like meta. The the joke was that he has porn in his house. (laughs) That was the joke. It was just so confusing. Porn exists. Did you like the uh, animated intro? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. It's the best. Like three minute long, it. like it goes sequence, on forever. Uh, Very long. Yeah, yeah. It feels eternal. Yeah. And before like anything yeah. has happened, before there, you know, I was thinking like, man, it's so weird for a comedy to op- open up and not have a joke and then do this long credits. And then I had to realize like, oh, just the showing the porn was a joke. So they thought right. there was a joke. It actually takes it takes such a long time for anything to get started in the movie, like for the story to get going. Because there's yeah. an opening, and then the animated thing, and then the girls talk, and then Adam Sandler looks to the camera like, "Yeah, this movie's gonna suck." Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's then like he's ten slowly... minutes of that. like no story. <laughs> he does a silly walk up the entire ramp, not just and it doesn't yeah. cut away. It shows the entire walk up the ramp of him doing a right, silly walk to silly on. music. That's he's so silly, uh huh. Guys, he's silly. <laughs> yeah, just silly face pulling. This was this was <laughs> genuinely fascinating. Apparently, he's so embarrassed by this film that on his website where he lists all the projects he's been in, it does not list this one. Imagine being Adam <laughs> yeah, Sandler, like movie. so embarrassed by a movie after having created other things like Jack and Jill. Like Jack and Jill. Yeah, yeah but he's yeah. like he's like this one is embarrassing, and I don't want to. Jack be and Jill is better. Him. If I ever meet Adam yeah. Sandler, I'm going to say I loved you in Going Overboard, and then I'm going to dab and leave. That's my plan. Well, you know when we saw the poster when um, Ralph like recommended it and we're making fun of how just awful that poster is on IMDb. <laughs> the one on Amazon yeah. Prime is like even worse. Like somehow yeah. there's an even worse version of the poster with like two bikini yeah, girls. Like, yeah, I think that might background. be the original, maybe because the this this film got re-released in like 1996. So this is before Adam Sandler became famous. 1989. This was like one of his first roles. And then he got famous from like Happy Gilmore and Saturday Night Live. 
And so they were like, oh, let's capitalize on this. We have Adam Sandler starring in this film. We'll pretend it's like a new movie. So they re-released it in 1996. That could be why there's different posters. I found an ad, like a, the trailer for the uh, re-release. And it's the most dishonest thing that you'll ever see in your entire life. It's on YouTube. You should, should search it up. It's just trailer for going overboard. It's, it says in the trailer, just with big titles and the you know classic 90s voiceover reading the titles, saying... Uh, First, there was uh, Billy Madison. There was Saturday Night Live. Now, Adam Sandler is a cruise ship waiter fishing for laughs. It's like you're uh. implying you're implying that this is happening after. When you say first, then, and then now, you're implying that this wasn't before all of those things. <laughs> that's incredibly dishonest. Like that, that's the most dishonest yeah, way you can market sneaky. this film. That's really sneaky. Mm-hmm. Like holy shit, you're just lying. Mm-hmm. You're just lying. <laughs> But wow. Yeah, the posters are really bad. Both of them. I see two. One of them is like, you know, him with his hands up in the air and there's the two girls behind him. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a bad poster. The girls look like cardboard cutouts. And like, yeah, the bad <laughs> He looks font. like a cardboard cutout in that one. Yeah. But then there's the other That's poster. Awful. It's like him on a raft. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, goofy. he has a goofy face with his teeth out. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of like bucks mm-hmm. you. But the, that poster is implying that he like, you know, it gets off the ship and it comes like a life mm-hmm. of going overboard. Movie. But you know, that's not what happens. <laughs> yeah. He's just a comedian on the ship. Yeah, that whole part of the movie where the only thing going overboard was that the comedian, I guess, the the bad comedian, his hat flies into the ocean, and that makes yeah, like this girl think that like yeah. he sank, even though it clearly just looks like a hat. Like it doesn't look like there's a no person. reason to believe anybody went <laughs> overboard. Yeah, exactly. And, and he's meanwhile like locked in the bathroom. Yeah, so he's not a bathroom dead. that no yeah. one ever wants to get into for the next few days or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they have a funeral for him. It's locked. Everyone's in. really, really sad. And <laughs> on they're the, like, on the boat, why? Yeah. Why can't you be as funny as Dickie or whatever his name is? They're yeah. so mad at Adam yeah. Sandler. And then at the end of the movie, when the terrorists literally like throw the guy overboard, everyone's like, "Yay!" It's like I thought you were. You spent everybody spent the last fucking hour of this movie complaining that he was gone and being sad and mourning him. And then he's back and you guys are like, ah, get rid of him. Like, what changed? What happened? There's no consistency. Like, not like I I don't think I, I it's like the movie just doesn't care. <laughs> it's so the bad. movie just doesn't give a shit. It no, thinks that what it's no. doing is funny, but it's not. It's not funny. <laughs> At all. His name is Dicky. It's it's Dicky Diamond. Okay, yeah. and That's Adam Sandler's name. character name is Schmecky Moskowitz. Yeah, Ma- Schmecky. Yeah. <laughs> but they got the balls to try and give it this like this heart. You know, they that has to have the scene where it's like, yeah, the the power of laughter. Oh yeah, got to channel the power of laughter <laughs> to heal. And it's like, well, you, you can't simultaneously do that while starting the movie with the fuck you. This like is we're acknowledging that this is not an important project in any way. Also. Not just the beginning of the movie, but like these weird cutaways where it's like, now time for some beautiful girls. Yeah, for like 10 mm-hmm. minutes or some shit, like, or what feels like yeah, 10 just minutes. Pointless, yeah, yeah, pointless shots of like women in bikinis. That, yeah. And then, but they're like talking about, like, I can't get people to laugh. And he's like, why don't you tell some jokes? He's like, good idea. But first, let's look at some beautiful women. And he makes yeah. like a dumb face at the camera. Yeah, and the other actor's like, eyes. I don't know what he's doing. He's looking <laughs> off like, into the into the distance like it's so awkward yeah <laughs> like when i first saw it, like, so you for jokes in this comedy film we're gonna be like no <laughs> jokes can wait we're gonna do this instead mm-hmm. and then there's like yeah, the actors Facebook that will just talk forever like so desperate. and then adam sandler shows up and he's like actually these guys aren't important to the story but we're just gonna let them keep talking anyway 
what the fuck what's the point none yeah. of it's funny it's, oh, it's so the, fucking the, the dialogue that they're saying isn't like comedic what so one of them's gross it looks like he just chews tobacco or something like i don't understand so weird it's funny how quickly the <laughs> space between like when when adam sandler's character finally has a moral compass at the beginning of the movie he's like that guy's telling stories about how he beat someone up i better do something about it but like what was it 20 seconds before he fed a woman like bird poop uh bloody mary because she was rude it's like i'm i don't know that's that's more serious that like i don't know if you have a moral compass or if i'm supposed to believe you do it's kind of weird it's so terrible yeah. this is the whole part with like the pirates or whatever breaking out of their ship yeah the oh, yeah. Like, so like terrorist characters whatever. yeah terrorists yeah. yeah the terrorists it just comes out of nowhere <laughs> well they were directed by the man the what was he like the spanish guy that was watching everything through his vhs tv and was getting all the angles and he was like god or something and he sent the Islamic terrorists to show up. Yeah, really yeah, yeah exactly. The yeah, the the other actor. The other one. Yeah, Burt Young. His name is General General Noriega. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's aged like fine wine, wow. that's for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, but that that whole part was so pointless. Yeah. And he's the guy who like finds the VHS tape at the beginning. I don't even understand like the connection there. He's to send the terrorists in there at all. It's just like wow, yeah. funny cutaway. He's angry at some of the things that are happening. He's just like the audience. <laughs> it's like when the terrorists show up, and like this is right out. Like you know, he was starting to do some stand up or whatever. The terrorists show up, and then everybody's like, "Whoa, wow, crazy running around." It's so crazy because now there's a bunch of action happening. But it's all just one stationary shot, just showing the microphone. And everybody takes turns, like, looking at the camera and running in front of it and going, like, whoa, crazy, and then runs away. It's like, this is the laziest fucking way you possibly could have filmed it. It's not funny. Yeah. Please, just fucking, yeah. just stop everything. The, everything the you're doing, just stop. terrible. Mm-hmm. The, the, like, the way it's shot, even, and the lighting, it's all terrible. Like, <laughs> completely off-framing for most of the movie. I don't even know how you mess up, like, a basic comedy like this, but yeah, it looks terrible his head is like too low like in some f- shots like yeah. he just needs to be higher i'm like yeah it's just yeah it, it's just terrible like <laughs> well because they're working on a real boat and they have like a very limited amount of space where they can put the camera you can definitely tell that this was an issue especially during the chase scenes when the terrorists are actually running around chasing them like the shots that we get there are just so like ugh. Like, I guess you didn't have much to work with. I mean, you probably still could have done oh, a much yeah. better job still. There's but a like... funny bit of trivia about this saying that the camera crew forgot to bring a box of lenses on the ship. So the director of photography was forced to shoot with the wrong lenses. So... <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. That's the kind of level we're talking. Yeah. Oops, we forgot. It's like, whatever. It's a comedy. Yeah, who matter. cares? Like, yeah. it's the fuck yeah. you movie. Like, this is, uh... That's why Adam Sandler says <laughs> the fuck you. The lens doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's free on YouTube. The best platform forum to host this movie about it because you can watch it in two times speed which i eventually did unlike other times (laughs) where i've done this it didn't really make the movie better it just made it end sooner (laughs) which i mean was a blessing on its own i would say that does make it better (laughs) yeah i watched it twice in slow motion oh 
really. <laughs> 0.25 speed. <laughs> yeah, I watched really slow. Capture every detail of every frame. It's it's an hour and 39 minutes long, but it probably took me about six hours to, to actually It finish. feels like six uh, hours, oh, yeah. You kept pausing? I did too. I'm glad. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, maybe yeah. like the washing I had to like stop finished. at some maybe point. I, could... I actually had to stop. I'm like, this is painful. This is like really bad, <laughs> which I did not expect. You know, I made it through Jack and Jill and all those, you know. I, they're terrible. Yeah, I've but this seen, is like, like Grown Ups too and shit. Like, uh -huh. yeah. I saw Grown Ups in a theater. I'm like, yeah, that was bad, but yeah, I, I could sit through that. This is this is actually hard to sit through because it's so random. It has no any like any structure, or anything. There's no is story. That, is that is that direct? Constantly cut away. Like, content. So, mm -hmm. I just can't believe that that fourth wall breaking stuff. Like how early <laughs> on the Adam Sandler shit was to doing that. I was I was so blissfully unaware that it First started. First beautiful women. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so fucking sad and desperate. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. Yeah. It is very desperate. Without any yeah. exaggeration or hyperbole, you could legitimately, unironically, use this as a torture method in Guantanamo Bay. If this if you, this was playing loud, and that was all that was in a room, and it was playing loud on repeat, you'd fucking destroy somebody. They would, like, they would commit uh, Minecraft, you know? Like, they would yeah. just, they would just be done. Just <laughs> because it's so annoying. You could legitimately yeah. use this as a torture device, a torture method. <laughs> yeah. If you were forced Pair to watch that this, Christmas movie he did fuck. where he does that annoying voice. Yeah. Put put them both on loop and yeah, you, you won't last oh, long. Oh, yeah. Eight crazy nights. Yeah. 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 It's so annoying. <laughs> Only the finest Kino. Man, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> I feel like we, we covered all the bases. I mean, uh, Dickie gets saved by God. <laughs> oh, yeah. God opens the door to the bathroom, <laughs> and he right. says, "Jokes on you! I'm an atheist." There's there's a lot of those like where it's just you you, you do just go okay, <laughs> like you understand the joke that they're going for, but it's like holy fuck! Is, in what world is that funny? <laughs> in what world is that a fucking? There joke? was one <laughs> good joke in the hallucination. He said, "Is that a straight jacket? For you, it might be a homo jacket." That <laughs> <laughs> yeah the one time i laughed was um like i just wasn't expecting it at the end fucking the like poseidon shows up or whatever and he, he introduces oh, yeah. his daughter and every time he says her name he like just screams her name for no reason it's just yeah <laughs> i don't even remember right. that <laughs> so <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I was, I was, I was hoping you guys would like understand that bit or something. Like maybe it was a joke I missed. Cause maybe they were just maybe reusing the, the introduction remember. audio. Yeah, yeah. I maybe feel like at that point, someone can up, yeah. explain the slimy bit. Yeah, it just ends with more yeah misogyny. Just, you know, this mm -hmm. is a random woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, not <laughs> not the best film. From 1989 or any year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you so notice that bad. thing in the credits? Um, I just left the credits running. Oh. Um, and at a certain point, it just oh, yeah. like devolves into like maniacal oh, laughing. Yeah. And it was that was that was <laughs> fucked up in two times speed. I remember that. That was oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so back to your <laughs> yeah. I left it running so, too. Yeah. And that's yeah. like a really annoying song too. Yeah. Everything mm -hmm. about this movie's fucking terrible it's it, i think i think we should i mean i'm not gonna suggest any if i 
was if I was responsible for how genres were listed on certain film or uh, information websites, I would if there was a genre for torture, <laughs> I would change it to torture. Because I don't know if I don't know if comedy describes the genre of this film. I think torture should be a genre, and that this film would be, you know, more aptly known as torture. Yeah, it's more torturous than like movies with real torture scenes in. Yeah, like, this it's more torture exactly. than like martyrs. There's more torture torture in this movie than any of the Saw films. Yeah, <laughs> it's like watching the Human Centipede or something like that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's there's nothing worse than watching a bad comedy like this. Yeah. Because you can't even laugh at how bad it is. It's just, you know, the room is funny because it's trying to be a drama. <laughs> this is not. Mm-hmm. This is trying to make you laugh. It, I was, I was enjoying every, the first every half. Every gag is horrible. Because of how fascinating it was. But eventually the novelty wore off and I had to It's definitely the fascinating. The video. I'm definitely glad I watched it because it is fascinating. It's a it's fascinating mm-hmm. kind of train wreck. Yeah. I, I'm shocked by it. Yeah, it's really... Like fucking awful. Just the jokes are so bad. Yeah, his his improv to the camera. He, he lacked any charisma. I swear, you'd think this guy would have no career if you saw this in like whenever it came out, mm-hmm. the eighties. You'd be like, this guy, this guy's no chance of having a career. He is. He's not funny. Like he's just horribly unfunny. And yeah, he's gone on to do great stuff. But yeah, yeah like Uncut Jams. Yeah, yeah. Uncut Jams is a great movie. <laughs> Uncut. And he does a great. He gave a great performance in it too. Do you guys like any of his actual like comedies? Because uh, I've any yeah, aside from my uncut gems and the serious dramas he's in and um, the odd Wild, comedy, yeah. like I've never seen like you know, I've never never seen Little Nicky or like Waterboy or any of this. You've shit never seen world. Little Nicky? Not like you need to. No. It's just I watched it a lot when I was little. <laughs> There's it's probably not a good movie, but <laughs> yeah, it's just a it'll be like a, a nostalgic one if I ever return to it. You know, he's in Meyerowitz stories. We talked about that. That mm-hmm. was a good movie. Yeah, he's, he's in some you know, PTA. he's been in good stuff. Yeah, he's in the, the Punch Drunk Love too. Yeah. Like we've talked about him Wedding before in good stuff. Yeah. His bad movies, um I've seen bedtime stories. Do you know that one? That I'm aware awful. of it. I never watched it. I had That's no horrendous, to. that one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> His famous ones are like The Water Boy and I think Wedding Singer. Yeah, the Wedding Singer. Those are like yeah. The movies he's made that are actually good but yeah mm-hmm. like the shit he's in now it's it's kind of um i don't know if it's, it may be slightly better than kind of going overboard but it's yeah. like the same kind of quality like jack and jill and pixels and just go with it uh grown-ups click like i've seen all mm-hmm. those they're terrible they're all like the same kind of shit like that's most of his career he's one star like really bad comedies where he goes on vacation you know, he goes on like a cruise ship or he goes on a beach. He casts like a bunch of like hot women like Jennifer Aniston, Kate Upton, like Selma Hayek, whatever. And mm-hmm. and they just like fuck around for a week. <laughs> like, and that's it. And, and, you're pay- and you pay to watch it. Like, there's no story. There's nothing going on. It's just like a dumb comedy. And like the worst ones are the ones with plots like click like that one's even worse because it's like trying to get some emotion out of you. It's fucking horrible. This was his first feature length film. Going yeah. overboard. This was his first feature. Yeah, that he starred in. You would swear he, he would have no career after that. He shouldn't. I don't know why. Uh... Just being fair, he shouldn't. Yeah, it's shocking. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking, yeah. But it's not even, you can't even say like, yeah, he like learned from it. He learned his full lesson when, yeah, there is like the Jack and Jules and like, 
Yeah. You know, you're grown ups too. So it's cobbler, yeah. ridiculous sex. <laughs> oh, the cobbler. Yeah, shit. Yeah. That's my boy. Yeah, there's a ton of them. <laughs> Anger management, awful. <laughs> yeah, this is the one you he's know. embarrassed of. It's like, what? Yeah, and think of all the bad movies he produced, like all those Rob Schneider movies, the Bucky Larson, the Kevin James vehicles, oh, like yeah. Zookeeper, and like all that shit he does with his friends, Ridiculous Six. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's constant, like awful movies, the fucking awful Netflix movies, like The Do Over, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, constant, like awful stuff. Like, it's mostly that, but he's got some good dramas in there, and, you know, He's like an oddity. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> People in a like while. respect his film work. I th- I think we all respect his like films that he's good in. Like we all mm-hmm. like Punch Drunk Love. We'd rate that highly. It's just yeah, this shit is. It's like the taller, like the total opposite side of the spectrum of like an actor, <laughs> where you just see something so awful. He's like a, a a really diverse range in his uh like filmography. Mm-hmm. One out of ten. This is uh. This is like it's unironically torture. It's one out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's really nothing positive I can point at. This one it is you got it right. It's torture. It's torturous. Um, I, I I couldn't quite believe it sunk to the levels it did, but I guess it's appropriate considering the yeah the setting half star. Fuck this film. I'm with you guys, half star. Mm. Good pick, Ralph. <laughs> Great pick. <laughs> is this, okay, let me ask this All question. Right. <laughs> Is this the worst film that we've had a full discussion on on Sardonic Ass? I think I Ben think and Arthur's is. worse. I, I think, think this is worse than Ben and Arthur. Ben and Arthur, ben and Arthur, ben and Arthur was fucking though. hilarious. It is. It is. Yeah. Ben and Arthur yeah. was great. Yeah, you are right about that. Ben and Arthur yeah. is my favorite movie. I think. I think it might be. It is the worst. I genuinely think it might. be. I can't be. think of a worse one. It might be. <laughs> this and Ben and Arthur like neck and neck for me. Ben and Arthur's so poorly made. Just yeah. Just unrelenting contempt for the audience. Yeah, they made that movie for fucking five dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like, so you gotta bad. give Ben and Arthur <laughs> some credit. You know, they had like no, yeah, they nobody had any hilarious. experience. They were using non-actors. You know, this movie's got, this movie had enough yeah. of a budget for all those cameos, right? And then they said they didn't have a budget at the beginning. Like they were working with a real film crew. Mm-hmm. They like did the whole thing on that boat or whatever. Yeah, this is like a right? real production. It's just a horribly painful comedy. Yeah, they had less of an excuse comedy. to make like a bad movie, and they made a worse movie. <laughs> yeah. So Ben and Arthur's saving grace that it's not trying to be funny. It's well, I don't think it is anyway. I don't know what Ben and Arthur was trying to do. Ben and Arthur honestly. came. But from... I think it was. Try- I think it was trying to be a drama. It had like, some heart. It was a personal story yeah. about gay marriage or something. And the guy's obviously gay, <laughs> yeah. so you can tell it meant a lot to him. Yeah. Whereas I don't know about going overboard. This is definitely like one of the worst things we've talked about. Yeah. One of the worst movies maybe I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's the worst thing I've seen Adam Sandler in, probably, which is shocking. Probably, yeah. And that, yeah, that is shocking because Jack and Jill and Grown Ups 2. <laughs> yeah, he's responsible for a lot of crap. Anyway. <laughs> That's enough of uh, going overboard, I think. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Questions. We, Jesus. we made it through that. Yeah. Okay, let's do some questions from the Southern Cast community. If you want to leave your own questions for us to answer in upcoming episodes, head over to the suggestion thread on the subreddit where you can ask us whatever you feel like. Just like Sarcastodon did, who says, if you could create an awards show from scratch to replace the Academy Awards, what would it look like? You can adjust, change, or add anything from who can vote to the categories in the show itself. It'll just be me. I guess pick the things yeah. that I pick. <laughs> no I guess pick everything. <laughs> the, the complete authoritarian awards show. 
That's what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Authies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, the, all, the it's Ralph already Awards. almost that anyway, isn't it? But just with like, if Disney's the, the authoritarian ones at the top. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, um, like kind of what you were saying and alluding to earlier, like the fact there isn't a team of like scouts or, or people who work for the Oscars in some form that actually like it's their job to try and get like a diverse range of films instead of just whatever's like I guess trending on Twitter. It seems like how they gather the <laughs> their picks. It yeah, like it's just this... whatever is campaigned for. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. campaign. The that's all. They, like that's and it. And they have the most money. You know, like you it's a lot becoming of money so much clearer every day. Like what I was talking about earlier, like you cannot have you. It's not possible to look at Free Guy and go, "That deserves <laughs> a nomination for best special effect." That's not possible. Yeah, out of every the only film, way that can happen is a studio can, yeah. campaign. There's there's mm-hmm. no exceptions to that. That's not possible. <laughs> and there's so many categories where like, okay, what what they need one more to fill up the slot. There's so many where they'll just like, oh, they'll have like two movies or whatever, you know. They they just won't even use the full five slot for some categories like you didn't even need to do yeah. that also like fuck i can think of one off the top of my head Titan had better effects than free guy mm-hmm. why not they weren't even like the best effects but it was better than free guy <laughs> more inspired mm-hmm. yeah as far as artistic intent for sure like it, it, you really do not have to look far you just have to you have to have some sort of idea of what movies came out in a year and that's something that the academy is incapable of so they wait until <laughs> the studios give their four year consideration list and they're like oh we'll just pick from these ones only is there such a thing as a movie that's ev- like perhaps we'll have to actually do some research on this i want someone to find this out if we can crowdsource this information does the academy ever nominate anything that wasn't a part of a four year consideration campaign or is that just not mm. something that happens? Like, I don't. I read through the Oscars rules for eligibility for awards. I don't think that it's it's like a necessity that you have to have a four year consideration campaign backed by a studio in order for it to be eligible. But I, my argument is like, I don't think that happens. Like, I just don't think that happens, especially in like I don't know how far back you would have to go to find an example of that. If we can crowdsource that information, I would be dying to find out when the last time the the Academy nominated a, f- a film or an actor or anything for something that wasn't explicitly campaigned for in for your consideration campaigns by yeah. studios. Find that out. Cause I'd be dying to know that information and I do not have time to do that work right now. <laughs> yeah. The special effects thing, like you were saying, there's a ton of movies with great special effects. They could have nominated. They just have like to be aware better. of movies that came yeah. out in a year. They're incapable. I, I would, I, I would honestly say the suicide squad had better effects than free guy. That, that's an Oscar movie. <laughs> I'd say I'd nominate that over that. Or The Green Knight. Or, um, yeah, maybe. Uh, what, what else? Anything. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody yeah. has special effects in it. Yeah. You know, any of those would have been better. Malignant. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ma- Malignant yeah. actually had some pretty cool special effects. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, what the fuck? It's horror, though. Was that even? Seamless. Yeah. Nightmare Alley. Was, uh... Nightmare Alley had special effects, too. Nightmare Alley is a ton. You know, some movies have so many, you don't even notice it. It's like backgrounds and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, any of those would have been better. And Free Guy. Yeah, it's like a joke. Free Guy. That's like, that, that movie's like for fucking families. Like, that shouldn't be nominated for anything. <laughs> that's like also, a fucking yeah, movie for little kids. What do you kids. want this award to mean then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was Malignant Warner Brothers? Yeah, it was because it was HBO Max. They didn't, so they didn't campaign for Malignant, it doesn't look like. I'm looking right, at their four consideration list. They have Dune, King Richard, bother, Matrix Resurrection. They, they yeah. did campaign for the Suicide Squad. Let's see what 
Yeah, here we are. For your consideration, yeah, they did do a best visual effects campaign, at least for Warner Brother, the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, the effects were better in that than Free Guy. That's undeniable. They were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. 100%. What's funny is, like, I'm sure some people will defend Free Guy by saying, but it's supposed to look like a video game, but it's not because the characters are still live action. <laughs> it doesn't even look like a video game. Yeah, the yeah. character. If that's the case, then the character shouldn't be live action in those scenes. Yeah. yeah anything else you'd change? Oh, okay. about the Oscars? I don't know. Everything. Next. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe having it be a, like an independent body that isn't like owned by Disney would help. You know, so there's just like less of a just less out <laughs> of touch, of fucking stupid, annoying rich <laughs> yeah. people. Like seriously, mm-hmm. okay, like they're trying to fix up their image. You know, they've clearly been doing the whole like, okay, what do we do to make people watch the Oscars again? Like they're stressing out about it. Clearly, remember they tried to do that like best popular film, and then they scrapped it because people got mad, or they were like thinking of getting rid <laughs> of certain categories, and then people they got some pushback, they scrapped it because people got mad. They're clearly trying to. Uh, be like, okay, well, what do people actually want? Let's give them that. They have that as part of their goals in their conversation, but they're so fucking out of touch. They're like, we're bringing back hosts this year. Who do they pick? Amy Schumer. It doesn't matter what you think of her personally. <laughs> the fact is, is that many people find her unlikable, and you would have to be incredibly mm-hmm. out of touch to think that putting her on the list of, of hosts is going to do to be positive instead of negative. You are so fucking out of touch to think Amy Schumer is going to bring people to the Oscars and not turn them away. You're so fucking out of touch. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. These people are just not living on the same planet. They don't even know how much groceries cost. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. Yeah, honestly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah you know, I, just, I don't even know what to say about them. I, I think the whole thing's disgusting. Make your own best of the year lists. I think that's a good way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea, Alex. Like, have, a, have scouts or have, like, young people actually picking the nominations or, like, at least getting a catalog together for the, for the Oscars to watch. Because, yeah, it's always the same pipeline of movies. It's the movies from Warner Brothers and the big studios. And it's the ones who campaign. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. You know, We've decided to div- diversify the Academy of voters by b- voters by adding a bunch more out of touch rich people, but this time yeah. some of them are black. So. <laughs> the whole thing is so dated. It's just such a dated institution. The whole giving out awards like it needs to be completely updated. Like the entire thing, you need new people and like everything. They they are out of touch. It's so out of it's yeah. just so out of touch. The, the entire thing. Yeah. Synecdoche. Two three nine has this to say. Have you guys heard about the comedy Trey Parker and Matt Stone are making with Vernon Chapman and Kendrick Lamar? Thoughts? No, I haven't. I'll watch it. Is there anything about it other than their what you just said? That's just what they wanted to hear. Was the thoughts on this idea? Yeah. Well, I think I've heard about yeah, it, watch it that vaguely before, but yeah, I'll watch it. I like Vernon Chapman. Okay. Ken- Did you say Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, that makes um... it interesting. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Trey Parker, Matt Stone are great. Yeah, I mean, Vernon Chapman, I think, like, this isn't the first time they've worked together. I'm pretty sure Vernon Chapman has writing credits on a bunch of South Park episodes. I might be wrong. Yeah, he did do a bunch of South Park. So, yeah, it's not like this is like a new crew other than Kendrick, I guess. Yeah, I'd be mm-hmm. curious to see what the, the Kendrick link is. I'll watch it. So do some kind of musical, maybe. maybe some yeah. music. Yeah. They always yeah. do musicals. Book of Mormon and the South Park movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Book of Mormon's great. Team America, right? Wasn't that a musical? Mm-hmm. Somewhat, yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe Samurai has one uh, targeted at me, actually. 
After listening to a previous episode of Sardonicast, Alex mentioned that he doesn't like Mr. Bean. There was some confusion over whether he meant Mr. Bean or Johnny English or just Rowan Atkinson in general. So can you please clear the air? Does Alex like Mr. Bean, the original series, or not? Please be aware that your answer does determine whether or not you're a man of culture or not. <laughs> um, okay, so here's where I stand on Mr. Bean. <laughs> original show? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Movies? Uh-huh. No. Hell yeah. Oh, People gave me shit for not liking the movies. Wait, really? Yeah, I know. No, I don't I've know why. I've never been about the movies. I th- the, shows, the shows are it's so too much. much. The shows yeah, yeah, are, no. It needs to be short, episodic, short, little. Like, he's too much. Yeah, he's yeah. not a lead for a movie. It's, fuck, it's too fucking much. The style isn't the same. The music isn't the same. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's so much more artificial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, Johnny English also sucks, <laughs> but Rowan Atkinson, awesome. Yeah, agreed. Huge respect. Mm-hmm. Zazu. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. I agree with what you said, Alex. Basically everything you said. Show's great. Okay. Movies aren't. Uh, Toasty Pyro has one for us. If you can consider us... Sorry, if you can consider movie trailers as an art in themselves, what are the greatest trailers ever made? Jordan Peele's Nope trailer just dropped, and it captures a lot of what makes a good trailer. Conveying tone, but not spoiling anything, the visual use of from Jordan Peele, the music and editing, etc. Yeah, he strikes me as a person that has some level of control over the trailers he releases, Mm. because his films are consistently well-marketed in that way. It doesn't seem like yeah, somebody you see this doesn't for, share his vision makes them. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Mm. Yeah, I don't love the name of the movie, but I thought it was a good trailer. Do you know why it's named that? Nope. No, I don't. It's because it stands for not of planet Earth. We figured ah, it out. okay. We got it. I was, yeah, the, the trailer sold me on it because, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm curious how he's going to fit in. He likes his like sociopolitical commentary and having like the alien slant. There's yeah, gonna be I'll some watch cool it. stuff in there. Yeah, it's... Uh... I enjoyed us, even though it wasn't as great as Get Out. But you know, I'm bound to find something I enjoy in this, probably. Yeah, I much prefer Get Out. But yeah, Dark Knight Rises had a great trailer. I thought excellent trailer, the mm. first one with the chanting and the yeah, just like great shots in it. Really built up like the built up your excitement for the movie, which is what a good trailer should do. Yeah. <laughs> Any trailers for you guys? I don't know. That's oh, one that comes to my mind. Talking about best trailers. Yeah. Just ones where it's clear the artist has control over it. You know, any, um, the White Ribbon was a trailer that I watched like fucking 20 times when I was, you know, younger waiting for that movie to come out. I was just so hyped for it. Yeah, that's how Chris Nolan movies seem to me. It seems like he always has control over the trailers or the marketing. Yeah. It's always very deliberate in his vision. Yeah. It's really difficult to find this one. I don't know what happened to it, but there was the, the first trailer for Thunder Road that Jim Cummings edited together that used a, an Aphex Twin song. It was really interesting and got me to see the film. Uh, like, very juxtaposing emotions, and it was super interesting. It, it's difficult to find now, but there was one posted to YouTube mm-hmm. at one point that used, yeah. like, a really sad piano Aphex Twin song playing while these these titles would be, like, f- this is the funniest movie of the year, and then, like, the visuals is, like, him crying and stuff. It was like, what the hell? Like, I was mm-hmm. like, what is this? I need to watch it, right? So, Things like that where that that don't try to sell me towards a familiar idea and say, this is something that you have to see to, to get, and this is something new. This is something that fresh that you might want to experience. Like That's what draws me to see a film. That's a trailer I, I can watching, watch and uh, be like, well, I have to see the movie. 
a recent one, Licorice Pizza trailer. That's a really great trailer. Apparently, Paul Thomas Anderson had some influence in the editing there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really like that yeah, trailer, it's pretty good. too. Yeah, it's a good one. It's just a recent example. That's probably the best trailer I've seen like recently in the past year, that Licorice Pizza one. And yeah, the title, you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> when the title comes yeah, up. Yeah, a lot of my favorite trailers are actually associated with films that just didn't turn out to be that good um, <laughs> like uh I, I remember liking the like prometheus trailers a fair amount and yeah great trailer. Like man of steel had some good trailers yeah. i think uh-huh. like, but that's mostly just through like manipulative music use and just kind of hiding yeah like, the story and keeping it as Audio vague as cues, possible the editing you know cut to black you know all that mm-hmm. all these trailerisms so that was yeah before i'm as a as jade as, as i am now yeah. as far as trailers i just I, I try and avoid them for the most part. I, I like the surprise of just seeing all the visuals in the movie proper. Yeah, when I it's try not to avoid them too. Big dumb stuff. J.J. Abrams usually like the the marketing is pretty good for his stuff. Like Cloverfield, I think those are good trailers. Yeah, it's kind of his whole mo, isn't it? Like the yeah, yeah Cloverfield. The and questions are the even more the advertising part, yeah. for um right. that first Star Wars movie he did was like, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty effective. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Those first trailers are good. I remember that teaser trailer for The Force Awakens. I really mm-hmm. like that one where it's just like cut to black, like a quick shot of something random, like Stormtroopers, yeah, yeah. and then cut to black again. Like that was very memorable. Yeah. You know, the iconography, obviously, is so iconic. You, you, you're like, you don't need mm-hmm. anything else, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like almost cheat mode. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's what makes it work. It's like very simple. Even the music cues, like it's nothing. You can tell it's Star Wars, but there's no theme. Like it's just like one note, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like yeah. that done. Yeah. You're, you're right. That's a good, that's a good one to bring up. Made you excited for the movies that weren't that great. Dead Island was a great trailer where the emotions were never reflected yeah. in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the yeah. total inverse of how the game actually opens. Yeah. Most dishonest <laughs> yeah, trailer, like but guy. it was a great trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I hate about so many trailers is they present you with emotions and tones. You know, most helped by the music, but you know, sometimes in other ways. But the problem is that these emotions and, ato- and tones are never experienced in the game. A trailer is supposed mm-hmm. to help you understand what you're going to experience when you purchase the full product. A trailer is to market that experience. When you're marketing a different experience, you're just being dishonest. You're lying. And that's what's really shitty mm-hmm. about trailers. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. If we're talking um, game trailers, Halo Reach has a really good like marketing. Sure. Um, I just like them in general. The I like the CGI. Like I like really realistically rendered CGI like animated trailers. Like I think those are cool. I always wanted to see a movie like that. I guess that's why I like Tintin. Like it's kind of in that t- stuff. Like the mm. Batman Arkham games have like really good trailers done in that style, like the realistically yeah, yeah. rendered. Like some of the Star Wars games, I think the Old Republic, you know, like those have really good mm, all trailers. Those blur, like yeah. yeah, yeah, the blur, right? Those are great. Okay, let's do this one from Chico Chak. Saying as we're talking about games, what games have you been playing lately? Not the most creative question, but I enjoy hearing you all talk about video games. It's been on the palette as of late. I'm halfway through the uh, the thing video game. <laughs> oh, you played that? Oh, really? Yeah, you actually picked it up. Yeah, I get it. What I got it working like? on PC. It's considered abandonware right now. Oh shit! It's funny, and parts of it are good and interesting. It's ridiculous what they expect out of you, 
it's one of those things where it's like if you don't properly manage your inventory, then you can get soft locked the point where there like there'll be parts where it's like, okay, this uh, but you need to have this for the boss or else you're like screwed. So you gotta make sure you're doing the multiple save file things. You're saying something about like hunger bars and keeping your <laughs> your crew alive or something weird. Yeah, like yeah. It was less complicated. I, I psyched myself out when I was younger. I overcomplicated it. Yeah, there's yeah. still that element where it's like your squad mates can get stressed out and there's ways to calm them down uh, or they can not trust you and you could do th- certain things to trust them. There was one really bullshitty thing that happened though. They, there's an item in the game where they give you like a, you can draw someone's blood and then immediately it'll, it'll tell you whether or not they're a, a thing, like it'll explode in your hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they introduced this item as a way to either A, you can do it on yourself and calm someone down being like, oh, I know you're not the thing which is there's a point where that's scripted and that happens. Or B, you can test someone else to see if they're the thing. And it didn't fucking work because like there was one of our squad mates that turned into a thing and I was like, okay, I got curious. I go back a save. And then I like literally before we go into the room where that happens, I test him and it's fine. And he's, he's like human. And then we take two steps and then he turns into the thing. I'm like, this doesn't even fucking work. You piece of shit. Why would huh. you put that in the game? Why would you tell me I can use it like that when it's just a lie? <laughs> like that was so annoying. <laughs> Yeah, that was frustrating. But I'll beat it. There's, yeah, the ugh. on Sunday we had a like an hour spent on one boss fight, just <laughs> trying to figure out what the fuck we're supposed to do. And yeah, it was it was it was fun. We'll we'll beat it next Sunday, this coming Sunday. What are you playing, Ralph? Yeah, I just got a PS Five, but I haven't played it yet. Do bug snacks? <laughs> it's not even ironic. Oh, is bug snacks worth it then? It's totally worth it. Bug snacks is awesome. Bug snacks is dope. Really? Okay. So good. Okay, I got a PS5. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to check it okay. out. I'm not joking. All right. It's a really good game. I've seen some clips. So it looks very odd. Alex, you would love it. It's got a really great personality. It's on PlayStation? Oh, yeah, okay, it's on cool. PS5. It's on, like, I think it's on Epic Game Store on PC if you want to play it, I think. It might be on Steam now. Oh, I don't okay. know. But it should if be. it's on Steam, that's good. I have some gift cards for Steam. Okay. Yeah, I've been playing a Planet Coaster. That's fun because you build. It's like Roller Coaster Tycoon, a more advanced version of it. Yeah, I've been having a lot mm-hmm. of fun with that, just building rides and whatever. Um, yeah, that's that's all I've been playing really. Been playing like replaying some old stuff like Spider Man Two, you know that kind of stuff. I don't know if you played mm-hmm. that from like games. Oh yeah, know. yeah. I'll revisit those at some point. That's a fun game because you were bringing up old stuff. Yeah, yeah. That that was super fun. Um, I want to go through I all the Spider Man games quick. at one point. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, that one's really good. Like the web swinging, I think it's like that's the first one with really advanced web swinging. And Tobey Maguire's in it, and Kirsten Dunst, Alfred Molina's in it. I remember it being longer when I was a kid. It's only like five hours or so it took for me to beat it, which I, I wasn't expecting. But I guess that's just like when you're a kid, you you just yeah, you just suck you at just, games when you're like a little yeah. kid. <laughs> you suck, yeah. You just go through things yeah. slower, yeah, yeah. But now I'm like much better at web swinging and all that. <laughs> yeah, that's it though. Yeah, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Was that the new one? Yeah, yeah, it just came out a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys with the like open world fatigue type stuff with like, you know, this Ubisoft kind of design that's been just fucking rinsed for years at this point. Where it's like, <laughs> you know, you, it's a big map, you got to like clear bases of some kind, and then like a bunch of things appear on your map or whatever, and you clear them out. Yeah, it's like one of those. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, just like it's, tons it's, of it's things cool, to though. do, like monotonous. Yeah. Little- side quest i'm not fully sold on like the 
the, the world and the story of it or whatever. I think <laughs> trying to explain why you're like just this robot dinosaur world, like trying to assign any like logic or law to it's just just kind of stupid to me, like inherently, so I just don't care about it that much. But the gameplay loop is fun as hell, really responsive, looks looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might check that one out. Yeah, it's worth worth checking out. Yeah. I do tend to like open world games where you just put tons of hours into exploring everything mm-hmm. into like monotonous stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's kind of mindless. Yeah. You can kind of, you don't have to pay attention 100%. You kind of put on a YouTube video or something, or like watch something on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I call them podcast <laughs> like, games sometimes. Like, where it's yeah, just, you know, just exactly. put on a podcast and grind. Yeah. Some not shit. all the yeah. time. You know, when I'm playing the story or whatever, and like Assassin's Creed, like that's what I've been playing too. Odyssey. I have like 100 mm-hmm. hours in it. Yeah. If it's something important happening, I'll, I'll shut off my phone. But yeah, if it's like, go take out like a Spartan like gang group and like the mm. hills or something. Like, like Me, all right, yeah, I'll put yeah. a podcast on or something. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, podcast game. I guess that's a good kind of name for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do this one from uh, Johnny the Fancy Man. Hey, beautiful people. I recently showed my two roomies the films One Cut of the Dead and Brain Dead. To my surprise, they did not enjoy any of the movies at all. Have you guys tried the same thing? Will you recommend a movie you really love to someone and you can just feel while watching it with them that they don't like it? At one point, I also showed the film The Fanatic to some friends and they looked at me like I was an alien. When I laughed <laughs> at the movie, they did not find the movie funny at all. Instead, they felt bad for John Travolta's character, Moose. <laughs> Have you ever got any similar experiences? Keep up the good work with the podcast. You guys are the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that with someone who doesn't watch a lot of movies. I'm talking about like the, the fanatic thing he's talking about. <laughs> you know, like they, they, they're yeah, just like, like they're trying to like get to invested in the movie like yeah. they're just taking it seriously yeah like someone who has like more like of a film knowledge or like who's seen more movies like it's like us like we don't take it as seriously like we just like like we know it's an mm-hmm. actor and we just like <laughs> like laughing at like the actor yeah like, i know john yeah, fold yeah. is not actually like disabled bad know? movies are kind of like an acquired niche taste Definitely, mm-hmm. like the you need to like get enjoyment it, right. or something. Yeah. You can't just like pull a random person off the street. Like, yeah, let's watch Love on a Leash. Exactly. You're gonna think it's really <laughs> funny. Like, they're not gonna get it. <laughs> they're gonna yeah. they're gonna be uncomfortable. Actually, like you need to explain. Yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. to be on the same wavelength of like why it's funny. You need to have, and for that, you need some understanding of like filmmaking and like the process of it. How people are like come up with ideas. You know, like how the how things like don't translate well on screen. Like once you've seen more movies, yeah, like, that comes. That comes out more. Um, yeah, I don't know what what you guys have to say. Yeah, I mean it's happened depending on the environment. Usually, I have a pretty, I, I have a pretty, pretty fucking good success rate in terms of showing people movies that I think they will enjoy because it's all really depending on the person. So uh, sometimes there will be people who I'm like not as familiar with their tastes or something, or sometimes there will just be the odd movie where they'll be like, "Yeah, that was bullshit. I didn't like it." Like. Sometimes there'll be a movie that is great in my memory that's not so great when I revisit it and I'm with friends revisiting it. I'm like, yeah, I can see why people might not like this sort of thing, even though I have a nostalgic reason to like it. But yeah, I don't know. Get better friends, scrub. (laughs) Yeah, like it happens all the time. Like it's part of what makes it fun to me is, yeah, yeah, you show, especially if it's like weirder stuff, like I've shown people like Fantastic Planet, some of like really really enjoyed it and some were put off by it and didn't get it it's like yeah it's part of the fun yeah. if everyone just felt the same way about every movie like it wouldn't be a very 
dynamic with conversation as far as like an art form is concerned. Well, so. at my at my awards show, the Authies, everyone will feel the same way about the movie. <laughs> yeah, I've shown Scott Pilgrim to a lot of people. They tend to like it. There's some people who don't. I show them because it's like a very accessible movie. I feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like most people tend to enjoy it. Even the people they don't hate it. They just don't like it as much as me usually. I I guess they don't connect to like the musical numbers or like something like that. They just don't get it. Like the the, the like the Matthew Patel scene with like the the musical number and the dancing mm-hmm. demon chicks. Like not everyone's gonna get that <laughs> like joke. Like the Bollywood mm-hmm. kind of satire. Like they're not gonna get that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know that's that's like one I've shown to people where not everyone loves it. They're kind of like eh. I guess I understand, but I love that movie. Yeah, there's some. Sometimes I'll be surprised. Sometimes I'll like because. A lot of the stuff I watch is like, you know, for work. And so I'll have like a list of things I have to want to have to or want to get through. And sometimes there might be like company over. and I'm like, oh, OK, well, maybe I can, you know, kill two birds with one stone sort of thing. See if they're interested in this. And if they don't like it, I can shut it off and watch it later. Sometimes I'm surprised with how inaccessible I can get and have some people who are not like regular indie weird film watchers, but still like it. Sometimes I get I surprise myself with just like. Oh wow! Like I didn't, I wasn't expecting anybody would like this, but you know, some people are kind of into it. Sometimes it's good to just show someone something that's weird and kind of inaccessible, and mm-hmm. you never know you could get you could get lucky, and they might really enjoy it. Those yeah. tend to be the most memorable films. Yes. Yeah. Get a good gauge on someone, and yeah. Okay, let's do this one from Jake Wyman. Seeing that video game movies are becoming more and more of a popular trend in Hollywood now, Uncharted, Jack and Daxter, Sonic, Yakuza, Ghosts of Tsushima, Last of Us, Borderlands, Witcher, etc. What video game series do you think could actually be perfectly adapted to a movie or show? Personally, I still think the fabled Bioshock movie directed by Gore Verbinski would actually be pretty cool. And in response to that last bit, there's actually a confirmed Bioshock movie in the works at Netflix already, so I don't think Gore <laughs> Verbinski's attached though. Yeah, I would I th- see. Th- that, is that though. a movie or a series for Netflix? Do we know? Um, last I read, it was a movie. Okay, I can double check that. That's What's the cool. question? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, any video game properties you'd actually want to see explored in? Fucking uh, Katamari, the game where you roll people up into a ball, like you roll up <laughs> everything until the ball gets so big, and then it's just like so huge. It's fucking scary. You could totally have some crazy <laughs> movie about that shit. <laughs> where they just start out like small as a ball or or like they're from another galaxy and earth has to prepare they're like oh no it's taking over tokyo and like on the other side of the world we're like how do we deal with this and then it cuts to like that tiny little little creature just rolling shit around and all this crazy happy japanese music is playing like you can make some <laughs> fucked up shit with that movie that could that could translate well into some crazy weird film yeah i, th- I think yeah I- Honestly, the games, the more abstract and the less restrictions, like Hollywood restrictions, like those, a lot of those games I just said, like Uncharted, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, Borderlands, whatever they do, they're already trying to channel some kind of cinematic thing. But if you take something more abstract, like fucking yeah. Angry Birds or whatever, you just have more freedom to do whatever you want. And I suppose there already are Angry Birds movies. But. Yeah. I, yeah th- there's exactly. few movies I can think of more pointless to uh, to be adapted from a video game than like Uncharted. I can't think of a more pointless yeah. video no, it's, game. It's, it's just from the get-go, it's a fucking it's terrible idea. Yeah. It's just inherently pointless. Because the games are already like movies. They're already so cinematic. 
Yeah, my answer, I guess, would have been Halo, but I feel like the time is long past for that, and you'd have to do it right, and I just... <laughs> yeah, that's not <laughs> I happening. I feel like, uh, <laughs> yeah, th this is yeah. Uh, the one we're looking for. It's been in development for a long time, it seems, which is not a good sign. That's how Uncharted was also. You know, it was in development for a long time. Yeah, and if um, it is a movie, by the way, this Bioshock thing, according to these articles I'm looking at from Netflix. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that with Bioshock, but... I don't have faith. You know, I just don't think it's a good idea. In theory, you could do any video game adapted. You just take the characters and like write a new story out of it. If you're gonna do it that way, I guess technically you could do any video game you you'd like. That's mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. a game I would just pick games I like. I would pick like Grand Theft Auto, I don't know, Hitman. <laughs> Hitman. They already made Hitman yeah. movies though. Those suck. Yeah, there's no exactly. point. Like they've already they've already tried with a bunch of these. They're not good. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid, Destroy All Humans. Like, oh yeah, there is supposed to be a Metal Gear movie coming. Um, there's sure. a Cuphead show. I need to see that still. I'll probably watch it this week. Yeah, who knows? Um, maybe I could talk about it next time. But yeah, I, I want to see that. Katamari Damashi, do it. <laughs> the only movie that needs to exist. Flappy Bird movie. No. Do something with that. No, Katamari. <laughs> I don't believe it's 2D animated, the Cuphead show. Oh, isn't it? Or, 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 uh, it's not like It is, it's just not I mean, like... That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. yeah, it's not hand-drawn like the games are, which I think is kind of a wasted opportunity. Yeah, it's not yeah. 60 frames yeah. per second. To bring back hand-drawn. <laughs> yeah, they should have done hand-drawn. That would have been awesome. Suppose, yeah, it would have... Um, hmm. yeah, I guess whatever. the budget would have been too high. I'm not, I don't have high expectations for that show or anything, so... Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I would have if it was hand-drawn. I would have just watched it for the animation then. You know, mm -hmm. that's like the hook of the game. You know, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it if it if it wasn't such a big yeah, deal. It's supposed to look like traditional Disney animation, yeah, isn't it? The style. Yeah, From what I've seen it doesn't look quite that level. It looks way more kind of digital. No, it doesn't look like one of those kind of old cartoons at all. Mm -hmm. The game does. The game looks like it's plucked out of like a 1930s like Disney yeah, cartoon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like perfect. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Yeah. The the show isn't perfect. <laughs> it's like even if it's just a little off, you can tell. <laughs> All right, that does it for here. questions. Uh, we <laughs> are now at the point in the show where we get a recommendation from someone, Alex, I think. It's me this time, right? I believe so. so yeah. Unless I'm, I'm crazy. I'm kind of torn. Do we... Um, I've got a crazy idea and a kind of less crazy idea, which... Which one should I go for here? <laughs> I mean, you you're <laughs> like you, if you sell it like that, you have to do the crazy one. You already know which one you want the, to do the, at that point. That's how but you're the, telling but the caveat with the crazy one is that it, it, the the the, the runtime here would be a, a bit more. Uh, What's the runtime? Excessive. God, it would be close to I guess five hours, maybe. Well, we got we got like uh, we That's got like fine. an extra week, I guess. I can sneak something. Yeah, I can sneak it in. Oh, do we have an extra week? Okay. Should, I'll pose the idea and see what you think then. Okay. I really want to talk about the Passion of the Christ. Okay. All right, the Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> But I want to talk about it in junction with The Last Temptation of Christ by Martin yeah. Scorsese. Okay. Um, <laughs> Why not? Hell of a, uh, many hours, um, but I feel like it could be an interesting conversation there. Yeah, that would yeah, be a dope conversation. Jesus get crucified twice. Sounds good. <laughs> no, I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, the same story twice. But it, it's, yeah, it's two uh, big prolific directors. It would be interesting to yeah. see. I've never seen either okay. myself. I've always heard a lot about mm -hmm. The Passion of the Christ. And uh, then, um, yeah, Last Temptation. Is that Scorsese? 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. Scorsese. Cool. Yeah, I haven't Christ. seen that one. Willem yet. Dafoe. Okay, yeah, yeah. this is this will be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we should also, I guess, all of us will have seen the new Batman by that point. Also, we can talk about that mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea. I'm I'm excited. All right. Uh, cool. If any of you listening do not want to be spoiled for the Passion of the Christ and or the Last Temptation of the Christ, Passion being from 2004 and Last Temptation being from 1988. Watch them before the next episode. These episodes come out every two weeks. You can listen to them early as they're edited by going to patreon.com slash sardonicast or going to sardonicast.com signing up for premium. Also, we got merch. And send us some fan art so I can include them at the beginning of the uh, of the episodes. Doesn't even have to look great. Just keep, keep sending fan art and I'll keep including them in the episodes that I edit for oh, the yeah. thing. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Bye bye. Happy Thank Shrek, you. everybody. Synecdoche. Shrek. Shit. <laughs> New York. Yeah. Bye-bye. Right, bye bye. Bye everyone. Bye.